Thanks for listening to Open Collar on Anchor. It's catchy. It's short, but it's catchy. It is. <laughs> Gets me every time. Right in the feels. <sighs> right in the feels. So I was coming down to the basement from upstairs and uh, caught a glimpse out the side window to the house at the neighbor's place. And it's one thing that annoys me, but shouldn't annoy me because it has nothing to do with me. But we're in March and not only do they have their Christmas lights still up, they have them still on. Mm. Outside, yeah. yeah. Drives me mental. Like at what point is it just you're telling to the world that you're lazy? It's it's awful. There's actually the there is a house that uh, is just down from us on the same street. And February twenty first, we were going for a walk, and I, I remember that I remember the day because of this very reason. I was like, I'm gonna make sure that I remember it. They still had yeah. their Christmas tree lights on in their living room, like that. Like I, I just don't get it. Now, maybe there is a um, maybe there is you know. Um, Maybe you celebrate Christmas at a later time. Like I know that there's uh, like Chinese New Year and there's other things and, yeah. and whatnot that um, perhaps I'm overlooking, but it just seems that it's a bit, you know, it, it, the, the best before date we'll just say is long since past. Yeah. And it's a good thing while they have them on, it's a bad thing, but it's a good thing it's obviously an artificial tree because that would be a yeah. dead tree by that point. <laughs> yeah, it would be uh, just thistles. Or maybe it is dead. They just spray painted it green. <laughs> Who's yeah. to say? Who knows? Who but knows? There's a, I find more and more people are leaving them up longer and leaving them on longer. So do you have around Christmas, where, where I live? Do you have Christmas lights outside or on the garage and front entrance and whatnot at your place? No. No. Like, do you put them up at all, or they were up and they're down now? Uh no, we haven't really done that um uh, most of it was because we thought the kids are small they're not gonna be up at like late enough to see and appreciate but now they're getting to the point where they like seeing them so i think next year we probably will start doing it and you'll just leave them up all winter without turning them on like you'll keep them turned off after say new guess, year's day and then just yeah, that was the thing down. i was thinking thinking too like part of it could be just like, the type of winter you're having we did not have a bad enough winter where you can't pull things down from like your gutter i don't even expect people to pull them down it's just don't have them on yeah no you, you timer and then you just turn that timer off yeah like what like i don't know bitch what you're festive about right now but there's not much in this world to be festive about, so. and may, and you know maybe that's what it is is just trying to think back to a, a, a simpler time yeah yeah fair enough yeah that's... when there was so much joy in the and happiness in the world. When gas was a dollar twenty-nine a liter, or even less. Who yeah. knows? Who knows? Just in time for everybody to get called back to work. Gas prices just shoot. Yeah, the that's when the conspiracy theorists are like, "Is this all connected?" Maybe. Oh, so you read my post then. <laughs> <laughs> I don't lump you in with everybody else, but yeah, it's it is kind of an interesting timing to say the least. Yeah. Just a bit more aware of what we're using the car for now. Like, do I really need to, I don't know, go out? Like, could I walk there? Or if I'm going to the corner store, can I, is there anything else I can grab at the same time? Yeah. Or the grocery store? 
And then, like, you see that people are trying to push, oh, maybe now it's time to invest in an electric vehicle. And I'm just like, again, to your point, bitch, <laughs> where's this money coming from that we can just up and go buy a new car? Yep. Yep. Like, I might decide to get a bike and take that to work when it gets warmer. That's right. How far are you from work? Could you bike? Um, now that they open Campo, which is just off the sub uh, subdivision we live in, it's just a straight shot to the building. So yeah, well, I, I could do it. It's like a, it's depending on lights, I can drive in five. So I could probably get there in 15 on a bike. Oh, that's doable for sure. But it's, it's the exercise and the physicality of it all. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. That's, the, that's what, that's where I draw the line. If I'm going to get fit, then it's not worth it. We, uh, I used to work just off of Saint Laurent road, which is, I would say maybe a 10 minute drive from my house. So yeah. not far. And I could bike. It would be, it would be a long bike. It would be a, like an hour ride or an hour long bike ride, I would say. Um, but we moved to Richmond road and we moved in three days before they, shut down everything for COVID and I haven't been back since don't know my locker number can't remember my code um directions to get there is a bit spotty but yeah we got there and three days later like everybody go home <laughs> don't come back yeah ever ever so yeah there's a lot of people saying too what you could in theory start seeing now is uh salaries decrease because people are working from home I don't understand that per se because wouldn't companies be technically saving money or are they figuring that's all encompassing if you're not coming into the building that we're paying for then we're not paying you that's not that's not shouldn't be the employee's fault and i, right. and I would and i would argue that employees are more productive working from home i know i am the you know the hour and 10 minutes to get to work mm -hmm. and that's with good traffic and the hour and 10 minutes to come home and jade works evenings a couple nights so cert certain days i have to make sure that i'm in the east yeah. end of town in order to pick them up from school but all that time uh driving i could have been at home productive on meetings checking emails earlier setting my day earlier working longer which i'm doing now so yeah i don't know if they would have a leg to stand on to decrease your pay and if anything i would argue well i'm actually doing more work for you whilst in my office so yeah. anyway I wonder if they're factoring in if they're loaning equipment. It's like a deduction or something. I don't know. Yeah. I didn't read the article per se, but I did hear that there was conversations of that being a possibility. Um, Everyone wants to save a penny. Yeah. Especially now, nowadays with inflation. Nickels, and there's no pennies. Yeah. Nickels, dimes, $2 bills, $1 bills. The, I remember when the $2 bills went the way of the dodo. Hmm. Was that mid nineties? I would say, yeah. And the Toonie, and I was like, "Oh, it's such a stupid name, the Toonie." It's not to the Looney. <laughs> it still Wasp, is a stupid name. It, it is, yeah. Like <laughs> how many, like the butt of jokes that Canadians were a part of because of that naming convention, and even the Looney. Yeah, there's some good, some good callbacks to some stand-ups about that. Like, how do you take a financial crisis seriously with your currencies, the Looney? Maybe that's the whole thing. Was we just, you know, deflection. Um, so I, uh, I ended up going with the boys to, uh, Disney on ice yesterday and I Me believe too. you were there. Were you at the 11 o'clock show? We were. Okay. Okay. So, 
Um, I could not get over the amount of people that were there. Yeah, it was it was pretty nuts. Like I would say, looking at the crowd, they um, for those listening and watching, they cut off what would you say like a third of the bowl, I guess, for like their backstage. Yeah, it's um, I think a, just a skosh pass to the center ice area. Yeah. Yeah. So I'd say like I, I my my in laws came over for dinner last night and I'd say I'd say that there was probably about nine to ten thousand that were there yesterday. That was a good crowd. Anyway, so the uh, <laughs> I don't, were you there right for the start of it or did yes. you miss? Okay, so you know when they were introducing all the skaters like the yeah. very beginning. Well, you know, first skater that they introduced does like a pirouette and then falls. I was like, oh, oh god, yeah. no, this is this is this is <laughs> this, is, <laughs> this is, not, is good money spent. Yeah, this is not going to go well. And then, you know, fortunately, there was only one other person that fell and she caught herself pretty easily. But then they started doing those things with like the satin, you know, yeah. ropes and like whatnot. And yeah, it was. Uh, I don't know why Ariel acts, not Ariel as in the mermaid, but Ariel as in acrobatics, uh, is involved in ice skating. Like, yeah, going up on ropes, going up on those like satin sheet things. Yeah, and then they have the, they've never watched the guy, wrestling. Like, like was it the guy freaking giving it to the rope too? Like <laughs> he was all in it, just making yeah. that will like, be spin. Like it's not fast enough. Let's just go around. No, yeah, and, he's and just two handed. Like in fairness, in fairness, there were certain um, like I know with the rope, they she like she had a safety belt on and she yeah, kept yeah. it on. So there were certain instances where they were safe, like the, you know they had some protection if they were to fall. But then there were others where with that satin sheet. It looked as though she just like they just yeah you know grabbed it and it's like crazy. did like a little twister on the arm and probably going up I would say what maybe like two stories yeah you know and then just feet, yeah. yeah yeah and just swinging around I was like oh that's not good <laughs> and a on skates so like if oh. she fell and like on the guy below like just slice that guy in half and then a lot of kids it just pandemonium it would not have been good not have been good but the boys enjoyed it so did you shell out like. Forty dollars per kid for those uh, blow up no. wands? No, absolutely not. Because I'm smarter than most people, <laughs> and know that you know a week from today, March twelfth, those kids that have it will have forgotten about it, and will oh, likely yeah. have moved on to the you know the next thing. So yeah, my kids um, were. Can we get one? Can we get one? And I'm like, so I'm like, I'm gonna go get some food, and then I come back and. Mom said to ask you if we can get one. I'm like, oh, the line's too long. I'll, I'll, I'll keep checking back. And just never did. Were they uh, like bags of dollar store glow sticks that they could have? Make their own wands. Were they forty dollars? I didn't have. I heard I someone say in the row in front was, "Did you see those things? I think they're like forty dollars." So I'm gonna just say based on that. So there, there was a few moments within the show where I was, I was bored of the on ice product. So yes. I was just, I was like, what can I do? Just looking around and I decided that I would count how many of those things, those lights that I could see in the crowd, literally from third deck all the way down. Nice. And, uh, here. Yeah. And I stopped at about uh, 300 or so. And I was, I was putting them at about 20, $25 per, but if they're well, 40, say they're, yeah, like, we'll go 25. And there's about 300 I counted. And so it's 7,500 bucks. It's not bad for one show, and then you figured they got the other show, the French show, and then it was there for three or four days. Twelve um, grand for at forty dollars. Probably so, make probably cost them a dollar thirty to make. Yes, yeah, th Thursday, Friday, three shows on Saturday, two on Sunday, so seven shows. Yeah, yeah, about eighty-four grand just on that. Boom, roasted. 
And then not even counting the fact that they pull the popcorn from the concessions and sell it at a premium in their own concession. At those really? <laughs> yeah, you can't get popcorn at the regular venue concessions. No, you just got to pay an extra 3 or $4. Yeah, because it comes with like a hat or something with it. Like for sure. Olaf or whatever. For sure, yeah. Probably like Mickey Mouse ears. Yeah. Around the bag. For sure, yeah. Disney knows the game and they play it well. They... Uh, they run a tight ship, though. You know, oh, like yeah. you can see it from, uh, you, you know, from the products that they have, like on the ice, like Disney on Ice, and like the cruises and the resorts and whatnot. Like I've never heard a bad thing about Disney in terms of the, you know, the, the customer experience, right? So, no, the back end yeah. stuff you hear more of the horror stories. That's right. Yeah. Get to work. Yeah. <laughs> no benefits. You're working yeah. hourly. Yeah. You put on that big mouse head and work in 200 degree weather eight hours a day with no breaks. Get the fuck out there. 12 hour shift. Yeah. Yeah. I don't care if you're sick. Anyway. And then they unionize and then oh, hold on. Crazy. Walk this back. Yeah. Hold on a second. And then what else did we do? We watched uh, Big on Friday night with the nice. boys. The first time seeing it. Um, oh, so good. It's just, it's so good. There's a few questionable uh, things that came out of the movie afterwards. Like, you know, when he's walking back after turning, after reverting back to being a kid. Yeah. And Susan drops him off. Yeah. And she slept with him. But then it's like, okay, like, <laughs> what is going on here? Like, you, this is like, that's some, that's a plot hole that is not good. <laughs> Yeah, is it statutory rape in yeah, that like, regard? Uh, it's yeah. like saying, I thought she was 18. It <laughs> doesn't fly anymore. <laughs> but aside from that, like, you know, Oliver is now all about, like, I want to design toys and, like, this is what I want to do. And, you know, because I buy the Marvel Legends and they do those reveals online, he just is all about toy designing. Yeah. So we watched that movie and now he's all gung ho on what courses he needs to take. And I'm like, okay, you're 10 years old. Like, it's yeah. great that you have this. He starts asking for a 3D printer to print his own toys. Then you got you gotta yeah. look at it. Then we've gotta we gotta worry about it. But man, Tom Hanks. He's an American goddamn American treasure, I tell you. Everything he yeah. does. Like I think that's when COVID came a little bit real for everybody when they heard that Tom Hanks had it. Yeah. He's just bulletproof. You know, like he's tremendous talent. You know, every movie he's done has been very heartwarming or touching or you know. Um, had a had a good story to it, and then he's also been with his wife for like thirty years, and you don't—that's something that you don't hear about in Hollywood. If you hear, you know, if you see of a couple that's been together for five or seven years, like that's great in Hollywood. And here they've been together yeah. for ever. It's just everything yeah. about him is great. Even his like his worst movie is not terrible. What would you say his worst movie is? Um, I know a lot of people didn't like the Terminal. I liked it. Oh yeah. Okay. Well, I've only seen it once. Uh, yeah. It didn't bother me. Like, it's a Spielberg movie, so you know, mm -hmm. it's gonna be decent enough. Like, if it's not like the best thing, you know, there's something you're like visually, it's gonna probably like. I've seen a lot. Of, I haven't seen the new West Side Story yet, but I've seen a lot of people posting clips of um, like some Is camera he in work. That? No, no, but Spielberg directed. Oh, okay. Um, a lot of like camera work and stuff like that, and it looks gorgeous like the cinematography looks amazing mm. so you so i guess that's another pass for the terminal but i didn't mind it's 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 quirky obviously because he's playing a russian a isn't he or like um 
Uh, okay. I think it's East, like one of those maybe Eastern European or yeah, made up countries for the purposes okay. of the flick. All right, like uh, Latveria or something like that. And you know, Sokovia. Some people, some, people, <laughs> some people don't like uh, that thing you do. I think that's a great movie. That's a good it? one. Yep. Um, Catch Me If You Can is another good one. Castaway Forrest Gump is in, is in Catch Me If You Can. Which is? Knock, knock. Who's there? Go fuck yourself. <laughs> <laughs> that's Let's language. With, that, with like the Massachusetts type accent. Knock, knock. Knock, knock. <laughs> we, yeah, that's uh, a movie. We, we watched, now we uh, have to watch Catch Me If You Can again. Yeah. Everything he's done, he's been he's he's been tremendous. And um, speaking Watch of like Providence, Money Pit. oh Money Pit, classic. Like when he gets caught, when he gets caught in the rug, <laughs> yeah, or when he uh, when the tub falls through and he just laughs, yeah, oh so good. This is classic. Um, like you know, Turner and Hooch is a good. That's a good family one. We mm-hmm. Throw that on for the kids. Has he ever played a villain? Um, I think if I remember correctly. His like most villain role is in Road to Perdition, but he's still the lead. So it's a he's like a bad character, but he's not really the villain in it. Haven't seen it. That's based on a comic too, I believe, or a graphic novel. Yep. Um so he's I don't think he's ever been full out bad guy. I don't think people would buy it. No, how could you? How could you? Yeah, I'm just quickly scrolling on IMDB and not one comes up. But to your point, like you wouldn't believe that. Like you'd be like, okay. Like Captain Phillips, no. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, great movie. Listen, I think another one you probably wouldn't buy as uh, a villain really is like a like a Robert Downey Jr. at this point now too. Yeah, he's just he's like I think the, the one that I think did the best was like a Robin Williams, like the funny guy. That he he did a couple of villainous roles. Oh, uh, the one hour photo one, wasn't one it? hour photo Insomnia. Insomnia. Who's in that with him? Pacino. Insomnia. Yeah, there he's uh, Pacino's a cop. He's uh, investigating murders, I think, in Alaska, and it's during the time where there's no like nighttime. It's like twenty four seven daylight up there, so he's obviously he can't sleep. Thus, insomnia. Chris huh. Nolan directed it. Really? Yeah. I'll have, to, I'll have to add it to the queue. So another big event was Parker's birthday. Oh yes! So there's his cake, his superhero party. So he had superhero oh, that's cake. Amazing. He needed to have uh, cover everything: Justice League and Marvel Comics. So we have the uh, Happy Seventh Birthday. So you got Justice League on top. We got the Marvel characters along the side, which mm-hmm. they charged extra for. Thank you, fine folks at Independent <laughs> Grocer. Because <laughs> like, yeah, I'll be a couple bucks more. Ten dollars. That Justice League looks like it's pulled from not Brian Hitch, but yeah, um, I didn't recognize the uh, like the emblem on the Batman, so I knew it was post uh, 52, wasn't the uh, maybe rebirth or something. Yeah, no, I think it was before that. And then who do we got in the middle there? Thor, is that Daredevil? Daredevil, Black Widow, classic Iron Man, Thor, and Daredevil again. The Nova, Nova Falcons yeah. arm there, Hulk. Is that Spidey? Between it is Nova Spidey. So you got yeah. this. You got this at at uh, Superstore. Yeah, they um wow. do photo cakes now, rather than like the little figurines, like you know, like this sitting on top. So you provide them the JPEG. No, one, no, or? it was it was in there. Oh, just their stock. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. And then my I had a good chuckle at this. 
So this was from our door cam. <laughs> so I was flipping this to buddies and just like, report of a break-in. Uh, suspects picked up on security footage. Just imagine this like at your... Not If I didn't know this was happening and I wasn't at home and I got this alert on my phone, I don't know what would be going on. I feel like there's a Florida man in here somewhere. Yeah, like Batman and Spider-Man show up at your house. <laughs> That's awesome. There must have been some sort of like fetish party or something that I didn't know was aware of. But so those were the two uh, fine folks, and then they uh, corralled the children's in our dining room area. And well, there you go. Look at the abs on Spider Man. Yeah, he uh, with great uh, kegs of beer comes great uh, hangovers. <laughs> yeah, he uh, good on that guy for putting that uh, outfit on. It was not. Uh, yeah, it's uh, that that form fitting is not a it's not kind. You know, it's um but he had a blast. It's a game changer though putting the the ability to have photos like that on a cake. Because we yeah. might do something like that for Arlo his birthday is this Friday but we're having a birthday party party for him at the end of the month. Um and he really loves Iron Man and specifically like Iron Spider-Man, he loves Iron Spider-Man, but if we can do like cupcakes with pictures of the iron spider-man on them he would just lose his shit yeah he just really needed to converse with the folks at the uh bakery and and, and how um like th did you put the order in like at the beginning of the week or a couple of weeks ago or a few days prior uh no when did we go i think i'm the monday and i just said hmm. they asked what date and i said by friday but i typically don't uh that was I like typically the wait to the last minute <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I typically don't go that late. We because it's usually you're you're not doing the photo cake. You're doing the ones with the figurines, so you want to make sure yeah, they yeah. have them in stock. So you want to make sure that then you can have it set aside. But I think that it's forty eight hours or notice or something like that. How many? I called to have it done by four o'clock on Friday, and it was done by noon. So I like they just throw it in the freezer. And how many? Uh, how many of his friends did he have over? Uh, I think thirteen. Here's a good number. Jesus, that's a lot. A lot of little guys. That's a, like that's a lot. First graders, house. a lot of first graders. Oh. That's a class. It is a class. <laughs> it is a class. But you know, your wife, she's a teacher, a so she for, yeah. for doing it. And my yeah. stepmom was uh, helping. While I took the the girls to uh, my grandma's for the for the afternoon. So did he? Uh, what's Parker into these days? Is he into like superheroes or specifically? Um, he's, he's kind of at the age now where he's all over the map. So okay. He'll say he's into one thing, and then he'll see something else. Then he's into that now. But his main focus is hockey. The next is yeah, superheroes. Nice. And uh, he's branching into Lego because he had Duplo for the longest time. So that's like the make the bigger. Oh yeah, he's graduated. Probably graduated from Duplo now. Yeah. So he's now wants any and all Lego sets. Thankfully, I'm one that was playing with that stuff well into my 30s so i have <laughs> sets galore for him to play with yeah. Yeah. so he got a yeah he got a bunch of that uh from his his school chums oh so, there you uh, go putting putting that together and playing with it the last few days a busy weekend for you then yeah and now we are paying for it with overtired children yeah see that's the that's the risk right as you uh, get them all hopped up on sugar you let them stay up late. You have all their friends around. They're running around like 
banshees and then yep. you pay for it for the next 48 hours prior oh, yeah, now i'm that... not now i'm not looking forward to this weekend <laughs> plus we, we lose break. an hour this march weekend break's, march break's coming up too so oh yeah it's right yeah that's the worst thing with kids because mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah it was, yeah. was it the someone said by next weekend sunset is after seven and then a week after that's officially spring so i'm like yeah that's why it's after seven because the yeah, you can just bring forward and lose sleep. It's like, it's like a sick and twisted thing because, like, on one hand, it's very exciting that you know it'll stay later out longer, but then on the other hand, you lose you lose an hour. Like, why why is it always why is it on the Sunday? Yeah, just do it. it should like, be the Saturday. Do should do it the Friday like Friday night at midnight, and then we get the whole weekend. Yeah. Like, I don't understand. It's like they're trying to fuck with us. No, put your kids to bed for them earlier than what they're later than what they're used to but it's internally it's i tell you like the 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 daylight saving savings person that created that clearly spent too much time farming and not enough time making kids because he did not or she did not consider the fact that it wreaks havoc if you have young yeah i haven't i've never found a clear reason for i've I've looked up oh like why was this you know in instituted or not because you know, a lot of people said farmers, a lot of people said about conserving energy, and there's been no concise. Because the farmers will go out from dusk till dawn because that's what they do, or dawn d- dawn until dusk. If the sun's up and it's good farming conditions, they're out there. Yeah, farming. they don't need a light. And Maybe not nowadays, but then when they, yeah, I don't know. At the risk of not sounding like a moron, I'm gonna say I don't know. Speaking of moron, though, did you watch the? Did you see that uh, Wheel of Fortune? <laughs> video from last last tuesday that went viral yes i would like to know how you could put a feather in your lap or as being on a expression. map or on a, on a map or, or in your nap. Guess me. so the speculation was he's trying to think feather in your dad oh it's so like it's so bad and poor guy like the one guy that, that's to her right um yeah. he went bankrupt and then he missed it lost the turn and so here he is like he's you know and then I think he picked the P and then he went bankrupt or something like that. Like, anyway, he missed out on like two or three times where he knew damn well what that was. <laughs> do you think it's well, nerves? So like, you know, I, uh, yeah, I, I do, especially when, and the thing I find funny about it now is she, we're getting to the point now. And I don't know if it's because we're, we're in a pandemic and there's less people that are going out and doing things, but we're starting to get to the times where the people on the game shows really don't know what's going on with the game shows especially if you watch any of the more recent prices right so there's a lot of people on there who are clearly there because they know they can win money or in prizes mm-hmm. but they don't know the show so they don't know how to play the game how do you not know prices right i don't know but there's a lot of people on there i'm noticing that don't seem to know what's going on and i think like like to your point with nerves and stuff i think possibly that's what we're getting with that because there's a lot of people calling letters that have been called and I've never saw that before in like the classic Wheel of Fortune. I would watch one because for, for some reason my nine-year-old loves Wheel of Fortune now. Oh, <laughs> so yeah. Oliver and I watch it almost every um, night. So she's picking that and it's the shows she wants to watch before bed. And we were watching one the night and I, a couple of times they're guessing letters that were already called. Yeah. And I just, I don't understand. Or they've got letters that just like, you've got two letters left in your word it, and it's like a Z or a Z or like a Q. Like, and it's just pull that why, out. like, why are you saying this? Stop, <laughs> stop. They get Scrabble, right? They get the more obscure the letter, the more money they're gonna win. We watched, uh, there was a celebrity one, 
a week or week or two ago, and it was uh, Tatiana Ali, I think your last name is from Fresh Prince. Yep. And man, she was like boom, boom, boom. Like you know, she'd guess yep. a couple of letters, or there was a few letters on the board, and like there was not even twenty percent of the of the phrase was filled up, and she was just banging them off and getting them. And she won the, I think she won the final one too. She's very, uh, very well versed in how the game is played. I guess you could say. I used to think I could spell well, but now it's taking me longer than I think it used to yeah. when I was a kid. Yeah. I uh, I would like to try it, though. Wheel of Fortune. See old Patty. Patty Sajak. You know, I'm surprised because we seem to take every game show now and throw Canada at the end of it. Well, there wasn't a, ever a Wheel of Fortune Canada. Yeah, there wasn't, eh? Like we've had, like, Who Wants to Be a Millionaire Canada. Now we have Family Feud Canada. Price is right, eh? Yeah, we haven't had a Price is Right Canada, but they have done road shows where it's come to Canada. Yes, that's right. They did. Yeah, Was that when Drew Carey was uh, hosting? Yeah, probably. When they're like on location in Canada, not like at a mall, but in a country on location. <laughs> We're on location in Canada. Yeah, they used to do that all the time. Obviously now they don't travel much or even their, I find their prizes trips are not as far or as lucrative as they once were. The best game show that I've ever watched ever was a little show called Video Power from when I was eight, nine, ten. We'll say okay. And it was uh, kids were playing video games in whatever game it was that week. You had to get the highest score and whatnot. But if you won, you put on a uh, a Velcro vest and like velcro arms and legs and whatnot and you had i want to say a minute or 90 seconds to run through all of the halls and grab whatever games you could grab and stick them on your on your person and then whatever games you ended up with you got to keep and i just remember like they had every system it was like sega genesis and nintendo and whatever ones neo geo at the time but you had your minute minute and a half to go up and down the halls and just grab all of the games that you could and just stick them to your body and it was amazing and i'm so jealous they walk out with like 50 games Ugh. i've always seen those things you know the kids get like the shopping spree at uh, like toys r us you know whatever you can fit in the cart in like yeah 30 minutes whatever that would be the like the end all be all for me um another game that i liked was Video and arcade top ten. <laughs> is this not the one? No, this is different. This is, but it's this guy. This guy was the host of Video Power. Oh, maybe, they, maybe they changed the name of it after the fact or something. Or he was just he found his niche. Maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I totally but, remember that. That was like the best for me. Just watching, so, yeah, watching the kids. I think that really, really, all it was was just showing the top ten video games at the time. I don't think it was actually a game show. So the kids are just right. sitting there playing the games, and they would just show upcoming games and talk to people in the industry and stuff like that. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But that was, that was my jam. Oh, that's so awesome. So awesome. I, mean, I wonder if they have games like that nowadays for, for kids. Called YouTube. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> and Fortnite. Twitch. Well, probably mainly Twitch. Oh, I've heard of Twitch. I've never, I've never tried it though, but it's just, I guess a streaming platform. <laughs> it sounds like an old man. What yeah. is this? <laughs> what is this Twitch? While I drink my decaf the Twitch coffee. is, is uh, the kids call it with uh, the on the interwebs and the you the Twitchers out there, you Twitchers out there, yeah. It's too old. Oh, all the good stuff is gone. 
Fadden, like all the video game like magazines. Uh, Nintendo Power was one, wasn't it? Yep. What was the? Uh, there was a documentary. Um, yeah, I think it was a documentary on Netflix about video games, and they were talking um, about how Nintendo had, would have like you could call into this number, and it was obviously you paid to call in, but then you'd have these gaming advisors or experts that would tell you how to like get past whatever it was that you were. Oh, really? That you're trying to beat. Yeah. So they would have like these tomes of, you know, tips and tricks and whatnot, how to get get through that whatever level it was or beat that villain that you had to beat. And uh, yeah, they, it was like a full on job. And, and the kids would just call in and be like, oh, I'm having trouble on level 13. Now, now they have YouTube, but back then they didn't. Yeah, they used to have that. And then like you would, they would have like the companion books that would have like all the secrets and stuff in it too. So you would buy, let's say like, mario 64 but then there would be the companion book they would have like oh you know you go to here to find this star or in order to get this star it's located on this portion of the level and yeah like big old walkthroughs right yeah walkthroughs before there was online walkthroughs oh crazy like that and then like the the game shark for all the cheats like game shark that that, that that rings a bell yeah so it was like this cartridge that you would like put into your system and put like the game into said cartridge and that would activate all the cheats get out yes i totally remember that that was legal eh? that was completely. Oh, of course they yeah, sold it legal. in the store it was in the same section as the games so that's it was crazy legal. i don't know when, how legal but in some when way. was the last time you had watched uh the wizard with uh frederick savage yeah <laughs> yeah we watched uh we watched it probably i'd say probably it was we were... on vhs we were in this house, so it's no more than two years ago. And uh, I just remember even watching it as a kid, like the big reveal of Super Super Mario Brothers 3, right? And it was like, holy shit, he's got the raccoon tail. Like, what the <laughs> hell, man? Mind-blowing. You know, I was like, saying, I've watched Super Mario Brothers more times than I've seen The Wizard. Oh, with Bob Haskins? Yeah. And was it John Leguizamo? Yeah, he was Luigi. That's right. Neither so one of those guys are Italian. <laughs> yeah, get the Latino to play the Italian. Yeah, that's right. Um, yeah, because Parker was, uh, he's still into Mario, but he was way into Mario like uh, a year a year ago. I'm and sure it so, holds up. Oh, yeah. It's, it was shitty then. It's just as shitty now. <laughs> the, the, the shittiness holds up. <laughs> yeah, it's, 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 that's about it. Nothing else holds up. Just the that's shittiness. Yeah. Um, yeah, so he watched it. For him, it was great. Like, it's Mario and Mario's real. Was uh, was Bowser in it? Yeah, Dennis Hopper was King Koopa, but it was King Koopa. Oh, the time. right, yes, Dennis Hopper, and he was like, he had, he was like a humanoid, right? But he yeah. had like little, oh, little right. things. Yeah, it wasn't until like the end of the third act yeah, did he yeah, yeah. turn into what we know as Bowser. And who played the, the princess? Uh oh, shit! I know it's Samantha something. I can't remember her last. You time. know, it's pretty. Dennis Hopper, Bob Haskins, John Leguizamo, like they're not D-list actors in Hollywood. No, not. And I would say that that, that was probably coming off of um, Dennis Hopper's high of speed, or at least like leading into speed. Samantha so, like, Mathis, that's who it was. Samantha Mathis. Yeah. Doesn't ring a bell. Doesn't ring a bell. Well, I say if you what year? Easy. What year is it from? 93. Okay, so yeah. Let's see, what is Bob? Oh, sorry. Dennis Hopper coming off of around 93. 
It's got to be speed's got to be in there, or speed might be 95. I'm going to say speed was 95. Well, True Romance was around the same time. Oh, speed okay. was 94. 94. Waterworld, 95. Oh. Yeah. Such, you know, a really it's like. It's good at Waterworld, but it's not no, all that bad. Not, I think it's just, it's, it's a product of very, 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 very bad luck. Yeah. I mean, what else do you expect when you're trying to film a movie on the ocean where you have no control? Over, you're building these multi-million dollar sets on the ocean. Mm-hmm. What do you think is going to happen? And they still, well, at least when I was there in Universal Studios in Hollywood, have a water world attraction there. It's they still a have stunt, it's a live stunt show. Yeah, so this was would have been 2013. The no, concept of the story is great. I mean, it's a very in- intriguing concept for a story, but especially considering the polar ice caps are melting. Yeah, exactly. Like, gather <laughs> so, around, kids. See our future in a hundred years. It's just the man with gills. That's where you kind of lost them. Yeah, yeah. And like the floating cities. Floating cities. And where did they get all that gas to power the sea-dews And they had drums of oil. Oh, that's right. They did at the bottom, didn't they? Yeah. So like, yeah. it's legit. Like the world we're living in now, almost. Crazy. Oil is a hot commodity. Yeah. Water world. Yeah. And they, the, the, the land that they found was it not Mount Everest? I think so. Like that would be the highest point of the. That would make planet. sense, so, yeah, wouldn't it? So everything else is flooded. Then that's what it would be. And then obviously it's not wintry up there anymore because everything's warmer. It was Montchamblon. Yeah, that's exactly where it was. <laughs> it's Waterworld Canada. What? <laughs> Waterworld Canada. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. We have to have our own version, and you got to slap Canada at the end. <laughs> the uh, the the actor would would have been John, uh, you know, the guy from John of Vision, and he was in Trailer Park Boys. He could be the man with gills. What was his last name? John. Uh, people are screaming. You know what I'm talking about, right? I'm terrible with uh, with the last names, as you can tell by forgetting that guy. Names. It's that guy. You know him. He's you the guy. Know him, the guy. That's right, the guy. The guy is the guy. You know the guy. Um, when are you planning to see Batman? I was just going to bring that up because I had a little nostalgia oh, okay. ad break for you. Okay. So we'll, then we'll talk about it. Can I persuade you to take a sandwich with you, sir? I'll get drive through. Introducing McDonald's Superhero Burger. Tomatoes, crisp lettuce, the great taste of two cheeses melted over three beef patties on a superhero bun. It's McDonald's taste of the month everyone's making a break for. Welcome to McDonald's. May I take your order? It's not as good as, say, the calzone or whatever that they're doing with for the Batman. I have an idea. Let's put the patties sideways. <laughs> The shape of a bat. <laughs> the shape of a bat, yeah. I remember... I don't remember that commercial as much. I do remember the line in the movie. Um, but I Oh, that line was in the movie, too. Oh, yeah. so bad. I distinctly remember, though, popping on Batman from 89, the VHS, and having mm-hmm. that ad for Diet Coke at the beginning. Yeah, vaguely. But I, I, vaguely I don't remember, remember that. I don't remember any of the tie-in commercials for any of the subsequent movies. But I just remember that one. Yeah. Had, like the Coke can sweating and it had like the bat cape fluttering at the end of it. On a... The, um, I was playing uh, poker a couple weeks ago at my neighbor's house and one of the guys had an old 
little glass, like Batman 89 glass that he brought over to mix his drink with. And I was like, I totally remember that from when I was a kid. It's funny. Eh? You see all these little, like you see commercials or products or whatever. And it's, it's, you hadn't, you haven't thought about it in 25, 30 years, if not longer. And then as soon as you see it, it's just a flood of memories come back, you know? Yeah. Like Parker's got a little Adam West Batmobile hot wheels. That's awesome. So I took uh, that from my desk. He's not playing with that. No, 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 no. It's like I, I took this from this uh, A team. Nice. And Arlo really wanted to play with it. Mike, oh, you can't do that, but sorry. Not until yeah. you're older. Not until you, you can handle toys yeah. properly. Just some things you don't touch. That's right. As I would say when we're in the store, use your eyes, not it's, your hands. It's hard to get kids not to touch stuff. Like I told you, they just started to play with Lego. So here's a nice built complete set of like this batmobile yeah. and within two minutes the roof is off the flames taken out of the of the of the back sure. yeah. missing the door yeah it's like what are you doing well i just he, i wanted to see if it came off he got into well, a car accident yeah. he ran into a wall yeah now they're just they're swapping insurance info that's right that's what kids do with legos uh no i haven't seen the batman and i'm not entirely sure when I will be venturing out. I've heard, and by heard, I've seen it's getting uh, good reviews as yeah. we all would have expected it to get. Mm -hmm. We're not in a world where they're getting drive through. Like I'm Kilmer. seeing a lot of um, emphasis on the fact that it's three hours long, which, uh, so I mean, no, no way home. It feels like three hours in. Well, yeah, I mean, but it's not, you know, Endgame was, I'd say, close to three hours. No Way Home was definitely close to three hours. Yeah, but I think um, there's like there's a good ride in those movies. I feel as though if this one's going to be like dark and brooding, and as they say, a very much a detective movie, it might feel like it's three hours. I uh, I saw a tweet earlier today, and it was this might be the best sequence of comic book movies ever because we started off the year with a Spider-Man movie that. Uh, was very nostalgic over the 20-year legacy of Spider-Man films, and then we're moving into a three-hour epic Spider or Batman noir film, and then we're moving into a Doctor Strange multiverse of the madness directed by Sam Raimi. It's like, yeah, that's a good point. Like, if yeah. you know, if Batman's holding up, which you know, to your point, looks as though it is, but if Doctor Strange holds up to the hype, then yeah, that could be a pretty good, pretty good run, I would say. <laughs> I feel like we're getting like good runs. And then it's going to be like capped off with Ant Man. <laughs> yeah. Then we get good run again, and then capped off with Ant Man two. Maybe that's why they made the Eternals again, movie. And then Quantumadium is coming out. Maybe, maybe that's why they made the Eternals just to like bring us back down to earth. My, meanwhile, like I liked the Eternals. I had nothing, no problems with it. But a lot of people didn't like it, and they shat on it. Maybe they did that on purpose. We're going to bring them down back to earth with the Eternals, and then we're going to hype them back up. Yep. We got Daredevil, no then we got Jessica Jones, we got Luke Cage, Iron Fist. Uh, yeah. Again. Yeah. I couldn't get past like the first four or five. Well, I mean, this is, that's your, that's your whooping boy, isn't it? Or was. Yeah, <laughs> Disney, I, showed, I sent it to you. Disney whipped on them too. Yeah. They do a promo for all the shows we're bringing, but they don't include Iron Fist. Yeah, that's right. That's right. <laughs> See, even they know. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh. Yeah, I think we're going to try and see it, though. Uh, maybe not this weekend, but maybe next weekend I'm going to try and see it. I did see somewhere someone... I, you never know what's official anymore, but there was an HBO Max listing saying that it, it's going to be on 
HBO Max April 19th. So just over What's this? No Way Home? No. Batman. Really? So like in a that month, soon? it's already going to be out of theaters. That doesn't Allegedly. Make sense. Allegedly. That's what I saw. So I'm like, huh, okay, well, I'll pencil your, this down. What are your thoughts on the, um, you know, like the the whole philosophy of like dual releasing, like both in theaters? Oh, the day and date, as they call it in the business. Is that what they call it? Day and date? What's your what's your thought on that? Uh, like it definitely has its merits. I think especially for the ones that I think would probably be the best served for that are going to be either the like award contender ones where you're not going to mm-hmm. brush out to see anyway. Mm-hmm. So why not just spend the 20 bucks, watch it at home mm-hmm. and kids releases. Yeah. Family movies. Yeah. So you get nothing else going on the weekend. This just opened. Well, I can watch it at home for 30. It's going to cost me more to go to the theater. And kids will be attentive when they're watching it. Yeah. I, I didn't consider the, um, I didn't consider the award winners and that's a good point, but I definitely thought of the kids movies as that being a good option. But I feel like Batman's and Spider-Man's action movies and whatnot, it's going to be very hard because it's also, it's already very hard to keep your attention. I would say watching a movie from home. Mm -hmm. Um, But we were going to go and take Arlo to see that movie turning, uh, turning red. I think it is because it opens on Friday. Yep. Um, And But it's it's only being released on Disney plus. I checked checked landmark. I checked silver city. Um, Oh, that's right. It's the Pixar one. And it's right. it's not... Uh, so I was like, oh, okay, well, I guess we're not going to go see it. But I wonder if it would be free. I haven't checked if it's free or if you still have to rent it. But No, yeah, the Pixar Turning Red is... It's just launched on Disney+. Plus. It's not a premier access or whatever it is. So it's just okay. with your subscription. So you get that. The, the Boys, uh, I think it's like a cartoon spinoff or whatnot for The Boys, came out on... Uh, Prime Video on Monday or for yeah, last Friday. It looks like it's one of those. Uh, is it like an anthology type series? Because like, it looks be. like every episode is a different visual style of animation. Did you watch The Boys? I have uh, The Boys, yeah, not the cartoon. Not the cartoon I love The no. Boys. I wasn't sure I was going to enjoy it or not, but I okay. really did. Yeah, even Jade loves it. It's 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 a unique story in that like, what if it really did exist in a real world? Like that's what would happen, right? The corruption of heroes oh, the yeah. manipulation uh, you know the uh the secrets behind closed doors all of that i think would be definitely something that would happen if it were in the real world so yeah and then like using the superheroes you know try to not as like the the to broker piece but as to be like a figurehead for the military yeah yeah anyway so i have to watch that which is seems like what they're trying to do uh in superman you, you do not watch superman lois still eh? behind on that uh, behind yeah 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 that's you're, uh, you're up to date on it i am yeah that's like one of the focal points this season is superman's allegiance to the u.s are there any like decent cameos i mean i know that his rogues val- rogues gallery is shit to begin with but is there are there any like is there anything that's worthwhile in picking it well, like I picking it back it, up and you're gonna know i just need a yes <laughs> A yeah. Yes or no. Okay. I like okay. The, like they have a take on a certain villain this this season that you thought was going one way, they swerved you a different way, and it's it's interesting. It's a parasite, Lobo, Brainiac, Lex Luthor. No, no Luthor the... yet. No. No. Yeah, because he's never been used. <laughs> Luthor, no, never. Never. I did like Brainiac in the Krypton series, though. I never saw Krypton. No, he was. But uh, it was more like comics accurate looking and. Yeah, 
It was the English guy that played him, I think, right? Yeah. I can't remember who, but I I, heard. I enjoyed that. I enjoyed that series. Well, the first season, second season, not so much. It was only two seasons, wasn't it? Yeah. And I heard that it was very um, adult orientated in terms of the storyline and content, right? So, yeah. Not for your kids. No. I'll give it a go. I, I saw it streaming. It's streaming on some. One of the yeah. Oh, I enjoy Superman Lois. I'd like the maybe it's because I'm older and I have children. Watching him having to deal with being Superman and his kids is a it's a good mix. Um, I'm I would I'm assuming if it hasn't happened already that Jonathan's gonna wear the uh, suit up as it were and help his old man. It has not happened yet, so no. Don't worry. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Why have they not taken a stab at Green Lantern as a TV series? Like they're ugh. supposed to on HBO Max. I know it's just it's. That's it the four though. It's not just it's not Hal Jordan. Just do the core, yeah. Like you just yeah. like you. I feel like you could. I don't know. I think I feel like they're gonna run out of options with this Arrowverse before they finally have to face the. Facts I think and be the like, Arrowverse is they're gonna they're all gonna get picked off like one at a time now and. You mean they'll like end with the Flash will be the last one. Yeah, last one standing. Okay, not so maybe, I don't done... think they'll cancel. I think they'll just they've run their course. They'll just end them, and then everything is going to be on HBO Max. They've done Arrow. They've done yep. Supergirl. They've done yep. Flash. They've yep. done um, Black Lightning. Yep. Uh, Superman and Lois. Yep. Legends of Tomorrow. Batwoman. Is that Batwoman. Yep. And that's it's the seven. Yeah, Gotham Knights is supposed to be coming possibly. Okay, like Renee Montoya, I guess, would be the focal point of <laughs> no, that. No, it's going to be, and I read this too, it's um, Kids of Villains. So they're just taking the title, really. Kids of the Villains? Yeah. this is It's the CW, man. Oh, and they're going to have... It's going to be shit. I can already tell because you know what's going to happen. <laughs> is it's going to be like they're going to be in high school or they're going to be at their base and they're like, John, yeah. Joker's son really likes Haley, Harley's daughter, but they can't because they're like cousins and they, you know, they grew up together, but they, yet he loves her. And, you know, Penny, Poison Ivy's daughter is really, really wants to get together with Clayton, which is Clayface's son, but it's going to be stupid. (laughs) Of course it's going to be stupid. It's going to be stupid. It's the CW, man. But back to the Batman. Um, (laughs) We digress a little bit. (laughs) So um, Matt Reeves at the time they were talking, they were going to do a spin-off series of that movie based on the GCPD on HBO Max. Okay. Which I thought they already did that. It's called Gotham. Yeah. Um, but it was Fox. And I mean, you could, you could really turn that into a gritty TV series. And but it looks like, according to Matt Reeves, is that they are not doing that anymore. It's kind of morphed into an Arkham Asylum series. Yeah, I could be, I could be down with that. I just wonder if they'll use a lot from Grant Morrison's Arkham Asylum book is uh, something yep. like that happening. I like that book. I was not a fan of the art so much. Uh, who drew it? it? I think I have it, right? It wasn't, was it Jay Lee? No, it wasn't. It wasn't Jay Lee. Let's see. Ah, there she is. I, um, I like the idea. It was Dave McKean. Oh yeah. Yeah. Dave, Dave McCallan or, yeah, M C K E O W N. M C K E A N. Oh, it's oh, a little yeah. harsh, a little rough around the edges. Some of the imagery, okay. but the story's good. See, here's the thing, though. If they do that, which I'd be all for, is they've got to 
Maybe you ought to jump in with both feet and commit or don't bother doing it. And what I mean by that is, you know, go all in on the craziness, go all in on the darkness, go all in on the twistedness um, and, and not, not be CW about it, if that makes sense, you know? Well, it's on HBO, so. Yeah, I guess that's true. Uh, I think we're safe there, yeah. That's very interesting. Did he did he say as to why he decided to do or why it was decided? No, I think to it was away? just through conversations and development. I guess they just shifted it more that way, or maybe you know, there's a possibility that you're only going to go so far with the movies that maybe this is another way of getting some of the other you could, villains in it. You know what? You could really position Arkham Asylum as both a precursor to the DCEU or whatever that universe is going to be called, or a post cursor, if that's a word, whereby you have all these villains and you come to know of them through the TV show on HBO Max, but then there might be a a movie on like Killer Croc about how he became Killer Croc, or if someone escapes and you can spin it into a movie, a solo movie about Batman catching him when he's out. Yeah. Or when she's out. So like there's there's good potential there for it to um like do what Marvel did in the sense where like they're setting up the characters mm-hmm. and it's good because batman has the rogues the rogues gallery to to support you know multiple movies and efforts and shows and whatnot unlike superman just digging on superman yeah i love Aside superman from, like, you were wrong but bizarro and brainiac yeah bizarro's good i like bizarro but yeah it would be interesting um i checked on the uh I forget what the name of the app is, but there's an app that you can actually see if there's a any post-credit uh, trailers or whatnot. Oh, there's an app? I know there's a website, Media Stinger. Yeah. It's Shout called... out to Media Stinger. <laughs> Are they a sponsor yet? <laughs> um, it's called After Credit. It's called After Credits. Yeah, not yet. Okay. Stay tuned. Um, yeah, so you can go and you can search any movie and it will tell you um, a description of the scene. And then people vote on it, like if they liked it or whatnot. And I know that with the Batman, there's only one after credit scene, and it's not uh, not until after the credits are done. So no if credits, um, no mid credits, no during credits. So I think that's important to do that with DC. I think they need to kind of steal that page from Marvel's book and you know entice the viewer a little bit. When you were seeing No Way Home and the movie ended. And people got up and left. At what point were you shaking your head violently, going, "You idiots!" There's been 28 other movies. Have you not clued in yet? I, I did it like <laughs> almost immediately, like <laughs> just knowing, like, okay, movie's over, and I just I know people are gonna be like, "Okay, yeah, that was a great movie." And I maybe it might be. I'm trying to give the benefit of the doubt, but really, it's hard. It might be like a grandparents that took their grandson or granddaughter to the movie, and they they're none the wiser, and they left. But then shouldn't it be on the onus of the kid to be like, oh, no, nanny, grandpa, we got to stick behind this. Definitely. It's true. But when there's when you see like someone that's our age leaving, it's like, oh, you idiot. Yeah. Where have you been for the past 12 years? Honestly, someone must have been in a coma since 2008. Clearly. Yeah. They're just like, you know what? I don't want to know what's going to happen next. I don't remember if I... um, if I it, when, when Iron Man came out, I can't remember if I just lucked out and happened to have waited to the end of the credits, which I don't think that would have been the case because why would I have any reason to stay behind? Yeah. Or if I heard about it from this podcast I still listen to at the time, 
but yeah, like it, it's, I can't remember how I came to be aware of, and it, you know, it's definitely got to be online. I'm sure. I know for Iron Man, uh, I read an article. There's rumors of stuff happening. I think for some reason they said there's rumors going around that there's going to be an inclusion of something at the end of the movie where Nick Fury was going to be there. And for some reason they said Hillary Swank was going to be wasp or something. Okay. Uh, they said, but nothing. Then like the previews for the reviewers came out. So there was nothing played there, but there's still talk of something after the credits. So then I just like, well, there's talk of it. Let's just see what happens. And then, yeah, there was the infamous Avengers initiative with Nick Fury. That would have been his first on-screen appearance too, right? It was. Um, did in, did the Incredible Hulk come out after Iron Man or before? Yeah, Iron Man was in May. Hulk was in June. Right. Okay. And because that's that when... one they decided to move the screen this that scene up at the very end. Because that was when Iron Man came and spoke to General Ross. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And the rest is history. And the rest is say. history, as they say. Although there is apparently a. Alternate take of the Sam Jackson Nick Fury scene where he mentions other heroes at the time, ones that they didn't have the rights to then. Interesting. So you can find that on YouTube. I'll send it to you. I am um, Hillary Sink would have been a pretty good wasp thinking about it. And she, you know, I'm not sure if that was like million dollar baby. I think it was around the, same time, yeah. around the same time, but yeah, that's one thing that they were bulletproof on though has been the casting. Yeah, I'm trying to think of there- some. Are there any that are a bit iffy for you? If it was like iffy casting, it would just be like either the this B-list actor that's trying to carry a C-list villain role, mm. like Malekith. Like, yeah, and that's I think their, anybody... they're villains though. They've never really oh, the except for except for Loki. Yeah. Um, the uh, the only one that kind of irks me a little bit was uh, Michael Douglas for um, Hank Pym. Because I was thinking, okay. oh, like, why, like, why, he does, why does it have to be that old? You know, like Michael Douglas is not young, you yeah. know, and and if they want to, like, he's a founding member of the Avengers, and I felt like, you know, what they, sh- they shouldn't. I, I get why they did it because they wanted to say, like, you know, put some backstory into history yeah. into into the Avengers, but why, why, anyway. Yeah, because then, like, you know, they do make some changes, like Ultron coming from Tony, not coming from. Hank. Hank. Yeah, yeah, I get that. Goliath was uh, also aged up, as it were. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, he didn't really get a fair shake. I don't think Fishburne. No, I um, I am excited about the new Ant Man movie though, just with Kane and see how it's gonna, what's gonna come from it, what's gonna how it's gonna set up what's happening in upcoming movies, because I feel we'll get a lot from that. That's just my wishful thinking, though. It could be dead wrong. It could be just a dead end. Yeah, I remember after with Guardians, and they were talking about going more cosmic with the future movies, but it seems like they're not doing that at all. They're yeah. going more, uh, yeah, like, I guess playing with all their past properties now and sticking with the multiverse, at least for the next little while. Yeah, but maybe the multiverse could be considered cosmic because it's different worlds. Uh, possibly. You know? But, yeah, Black Widow, not cosmic at all i don't Maybe. remember that movie much at all now it's a cosmic piece of shit is what it was <laughs> it really was like, i don't even mind the gender swap for taskmaster as much 
Because I feel as though oh, I like, forgot about that. Taskmaster will be somebody else down the line. They'll probably do a, a Mandarin cleanup down the line. They'll just have somebody else. Like it's a Taskmaster program or something, so anybody can be Taskmaster. That would make sense. That would make sense. Yeah, Taskmaster Taskmaster program. That just save Kevin Feige a lot of angry emails. Yeah, you know what? The, it's funny. I don't quite remember. Yeah, wasn't Taskmaster the daughter of that Russian guy? Spoilers. Yeah, the one. Anyway. The, the one that she thought that she killed. It wasn't Olivia Munn, was it? No. Uh no. What was her name? She was a Bond girl. I can't remember the one. From That's Fox right. Yeah, she was a Bond girl. That's right. Olga something. Speaking of Bond, I tried to uh, watch Gold. I still not watched No Time to Die. Is that and the I newest? I was looking forward to that so so much. Yeah, is that the, the newest one? one? Yeah. Um, is there continuity between all of uh, Daniel there Craig's? There is. Okay. That's the one thing that didn't happen with all like twenty some other Bond movies. Yeah. Craig ones continued. Okay, because I've seen Casino Royale. I think the second one was Spectre. I've seen that one. So and yeah, then, Casino Royale, Quantum of Solace, Skyfall, and Spectre was the one before the last one. Oh wait, it was Skyfall that I saw then. Never mind. What's the one where he gets the the, the ball? His balls whacked. Skyfall. Is Casino it? Royale. Oh, is it the Casino first? Royale? Shit. Yeah. Maybe I've only seen the first one then. Saw that happen. I was like, I'm out. That's <laughs> just too much. <laughs> Not even a super spy. <laughs> no. Yeah, nope. No. No. Give Thank you. I will see myself. There. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Good morning, good afternoon, and good night. Um, yeah, I, uh, I tried to watch Goldeneye on uh, Friday, and I passed out. But um, it's because we're talking about the game, right? That's right. Yeah, I was like, oh, I wanted to see it. It was, uh, it was okay. It was okay. What I saw of it, anyway. I mean, I only got about twenty-five minutes in, so yeah, I rarely fall asleep before. watching movies. But there are times like I fell asleep during uh, the Hateful Eight. The, the one on. with Brad Pitt. No, that was the Glorious Bastards. Hateful Eight is uh, Kurt Russell, Sam Jackson, uh, all the other guys from Quentin's movies. They're all stuck in a cabin in the winter. Oh, so it's not a war movie. Okay. No, Way it's off. not. Way off. So you fell asleep no, that because you were just bored, or was it late at night? Or... It was late at night, and it is long. Yeah. It's um, one of those movies that's probably like very artsy-fartsy, too, right? Well, it's Quentin Tarantino, so it's very dialogue-heavy, right? Yeah. It's one of his less, like, violent ones, but there's still violence. But, uh, yeah, so it was long and it was late. And uh, some other ones I just, I'm not, I'm also not one to turn movies off, but there are a few that I've turned off and like, nope. Um, <laughs> can't one do was it. The, the last one was Tenet, just because, like, I have no idea what's going on. I can't hear the dialogue. And I heard that's kind of the movie. So I'll get yeah. to finishing it sometime. Um. Yeah, I heard that that movie was just. Well, I mean, it's Christopher Nolan. Yeah, I always give Nolan a chance. Yeah, for sure. Like Interstellar, some people hate it, other people love it. I absolutely love that movie. I love that movie so much. And it's, but it's long. It. No, you should give it a shot. Oh, it's, it's on there. I have. I used to watch movies like religiously, and now I just. Hashtag not, not that I don't have the time. I just I don't have the time that I can dedicate for two and a half hours but somehow yeah. i can find two and a half hours to watch a sitcom of course but Go those figure. are like those are digestible quick hits right yeah the quick hits but i'm watching them in a row 
Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> and that's you know, Jade Jay and I, it's we're rowing in the same boat because we we say that all the time. Like we very rarely watch movies, but we watch TV shows all the time. And when we do yeah. watch the TV shows, we're like, okay, we get three, four episodes in for that night, and then same thing the next night, and which is the equivalent to a movie. Why we do it, I don't know. It's just. It's just what we do. I guess you could turn off the TV show or the yeah the TV show after one episode. Whereas if it's the movie, like when we start watching a movie, if we turn it off, we better see that thing through to the end because if we turn it off anytime before it's over, we're not getting back to it. Like, yeah, yeah. You just not gonna be like, oh, let's put the rest of that movie on. No, it doesn't happen like that. Because then you have to remember like the first thirty-five that you watched two weeks ago. Like, remember what happened? No, yeah. I guess we're starting it again. Or you start thinking, like, I start thinking to myself, like, okay, well, what was the reason why we turned it off? Like, was it not intriguing? And I start, like, thinking about the yeah. movie while the movie's on. I'm not paying attention. So, yeah. Yeah. Just give me those quick hits. Yeah. Like a Throw on <laughs> King of Queens for the 40th time. I've never throw on The Office. Throw on Seinfeld. Yeah. Throw in uh, Curb Your Enthusiasm. It's always sunny in Philadelphia. Reality TV. It's been on for that long. Yeah. 2005 was when it came out. Like, it's one of those things where you know of it. If you don't watch it, you know of it. You may remember it, but you can't remember that. Oh, shit, that was 2005. That's still mm -hmm. on. It always seems... It, I'm, I, I've always meant to check it out. I haven't. But it just always seems like it's something that's just been there. And they're all, like, they're all best friends. Um, and if you know the Yeah, I heard the story of how, how like, it came about, too. Yeah, and it, it just, just like, goes to show you, like, you know... They used to just make up their own episodes with the props that they had available to them at the time. Yeah. And now it's become this, you know, you know, uh, 17 year hit and they're still doing it and they're still having a good time. So good for them. Yeah. I always wonder that, like you hear stories of like, oh, how come this show ended? Well, you know, they were on it for 11 years and the lead guy decided he wanted to do something else. So they canceled the show. Like mm. uh, Cheers, Ted Danson. Wanted to go do something else after 11 seasons. So everybody else was signed up, ready to go. The lead wants to leave. Show's done. Like, at what point do you, are you so committed that you're just going to keep doing something you don't love anymore just so these guys get a paycheck? Or do you check out and say, you know, I want to try something different. Like, these guys are 17 years. They're all having fun. So there's no harm in uh, keeping it going, right? You could say the same, I guess, for Seinfeld, too. Like, Jerry didn't want to do the show anymore, and he always said that he would end it after nine because it's his favorite number. But I can't remember if the others, like um, Michael Richards and Julie, Julia Louis-Dreyfus, if they were all still into making, like, continue making the series. I don't know. But I, I feel like, you know, Cheers was very successful. And sure, he's your leading man, but you have such a great supporting cast that why couldn't, like, could you not have taken the risk and just written someone else in? Yeah, I don't know. What, I never really heard the flip side to that. Coin. Happened with Shelly and Kirsty. Why couldn't it happen with Dan and whoever else took over? Like, Shelly was, was, Shelly Long was only on there for like a season or two, if I remember. Like, it wasn't that long. Or maybe. Yeah, maybe I think Rebecca was, was on there longer than Diane. Yes. But they, uh, they said, well, we got we got Kelsey Grammer locked, so let's just continue this with with him. And that went on for was it nine or I mean maybe another eleven. No, I think another eleven years. TV's first extended universe. If you think about it, like was there anything before know. that? TJF had a lot of crossovers. Oh, did they? Like, like Steve Urkel was on was on Full House. I think Come he was on. on really? uh, I don't remember that. Yeah, there's some some crossovers. ABC was good for that. 
Okay, so Full House, Family Matters. Hanging with Mr. Cooper was another one. Yeah. Step by step. Okay. So Steve Urkel was, that too. Steve Urkel was on Full House? Yeah, yeah, he was on an episode. Oh my god, that just blew my mind. Like, I don't remember that. Um, yeah, uh, shit. You're saying yeah, NBC, NBC, did it, NBC did it too. Um, so Paul from Mad About You and episodes revealed to li have lived in the apartment that Kramer has in Seinfeld. Oh, also, shit. Lisa Kudrow played Ursula in Mad About You, who is the sister of Phoebe on Friends. Oh my god, really? Yeah, man, I know this because we've watched all those shows recently. <laughs> That blew my mind. The Ursula, she played her. She played her sister on Mad About You. Yep. Huh. Yeah, she had because she had that before she got the role in Friends. Oh, was Mad About You before Friends? Yeah, well, they all kind of ran at the same time. Yeah, but it started enough. before. Um, we never finished Friends. We got seven season in, seven seasons in, and then we're like, yeah, no, maybe nine, seven or nine, because I think it went on. You got nine, and there's ten. No, it was seven. Yeah. Like, I know, but we just like get tackled at the goal line. You know what it was? I think it was um, Chandler, um, like Matthew Perry, whatever season it was, like he just did not look healthy. He didn't, you know, he just, it wasn't the same. You could tell that it was starting to weigh on him and like all of the behind the scenes issue that he was having. Um, yeah. Like checking into rehab during the off season and like, you know, other characters, the other, the other actors going off and doing movies and you could start to see the beginning of the end with it. I just, I felt like I was focused too much on that and I was just not into the show anymore. But there were some episodes, like the, some seasons earlier on that were absolutely hilarious. But I'd never seen an episode until we started streaming it last year. Never saw an episode of Friends. Just it was wasn't a thing on. at the time. No, I was a Seinfeld person. Yeah, that's what I've heard. People were either, like you're already invested in Seinfeld and so that's yeah. the humor you were into, right? And then you come mm -hmm. over here and like a lot of the humor on Friends is very sitcom cliche um, a lot of the tropes are in are definitely in that show versus other show. like especially Seinfeld. there's no real tropes in seinfeld unless no. they're deliberately having that trope to make fun of those tropes mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um so yeah i understand that i was reverse i grew up with friends and then i watched seinfeld later and of the two i would pick seinfeld any day of the week yeah like i'm thinking why did i not watch this when i was <laughs> my brand of humor yeah <laughs> for sure why did I not pick that? Yeah. No, because after a while I stopped watching Friends. It was conflicting with my wrestling watching when I was uh, way into that in mid nineties. Once SmackDown came and there was Thursday night viewing, I had to watch two two shows. Yeah, it's yeah, pick one. Yeah, and then I went back after and finished that up. Ursula was on Mad About You. Like, like I yeah, still man. just thinking about that. Like that's she was a waitress. Huh. I have to tell that to Jade. Anyway, Jade. All right, man. Give me call. Do this again sometime. <laughs> Think of an outro yet? No, no I'm freaking putting too much stress into this, and the, get all stressed out. And like, you got, we got to get the focus group set up, and uh, you know, you have to go uh, do some uh, some testing at the comedy store, and yeah, your just act. like yeah, go test the material and and yeah. uh, have the focus group report back. Now I don't know. I'm gonna just gonna one day, one of these days. I'm going to put my limit, though. It's got to be before episode 100. Did you ever see uh, I Love You, Man, with uh, yeah. Jason Segel and Paul Rudd? Yeah. I just feel so, if I put you on the spot, it's going to be like him ending every conversation with him. <laughs> it's like, you know, I see a Pistol Pete. Yeah, like, <laughs> 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 Stuff like that. <laughs> it's like, I don't know why I said that. I'm sorry. Yeah, catch you on the flippity flop. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
Yeah, that's what's gonna happen. Uh, I, oh, said yeah. that, I said that to Jade. I'm like, should I should I say that? She's like, don't. I mean, no for it. I mean, we would. We love the show. Yeah, Michael Scott, catch you on the flippity flip, and then catch you on try, the his, try to hit his basket. And then <laughs> I'll just put, I'll just put like a, uh, I'll put like a basketball net like right there, and I'll just deliberately miss. Yeah, but it has yeah. to be one of those hamper ones, like you had as a kid. That's right. You 100%. throw your dirty socks and underwear in. I throw it back, catch on the flippity flop, and all my action figures <laughs> fall over, and, and that would be something gets broken. Pop one of those lights that you got over there on the shelf. Do it again or... next week. Do it again next week. <laughs> Destroy more stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> all right. So until then, that is open caller for this week for Steve. This is Corey. Remind you, keep it casual. Hey there, open caller listeners. Corey here with an offer for you from our friends over at Fatco. While most conventional skincare brands use crappy fillers and junky chemical ingredients, the folks over at Fatco use beef tallow from grass-fed cows along with other plant-based oils and fats to help nourish and heal your skin. Fatco specializes in making natural and organic personal care products using tallow, aka rendered beef fat, from grass-fed, pasture-raised, happy cows. Tallow is extremely nourishing and is soothing for skin conditions like eczema or psoriasis and is incredibly high in vitamins A, D, K, and E. They also carry a full line of deodorants, cleansing oils, and moisturizers, thus offering products for the entire family. The tallow that Fatco uses is a natural byproduct of the beef industry and would normally get thrown in the trash. They use only the highest quality tallow, and all of their tallow comes from small, U.S.-based, family-owned farms that are raising animals responsibly, and most importantly, ethically. So head over to fatco.com, that's F-A-T-C-O.com, and enter the code COLLAR, and you will receive 15% off anything at fatco.com. Fatco, it's real food for your skin.